generations to come. I hate the other. Joan, I can't go to the prom with you. <laughs> it all this fun. Yeah, I it, scored with four women. I hate it in the trailers where they have like multiple people saying to him, "Like you are so this, great. This is an important time, but we're so glad you're here. This is when you can change." And then they have the one person who's like, "I will state exactly why slavery is right. I shall say like, now, now, now. Imagine how we'll look in hindsight. <laughs> Imagine pretend we're on the newsroom. We should be recording. What if thing. we were in a film? Okay. What if we were in a film in 2012? Wow, we're really. Recording Recording all this? Yeah. And the president is black himself. (laughs) I Uh, freed the president. (laughs) Do you think we're made for our times or the times are made to suit us? (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. I'm a plain man in the 1800s. I'm really an Irishman, but I'm talking like this. Oh, my God. All right. Guys, (laughs) Cape Crisis. Episode (laughs) issue 33. Welcome. No, no, no. This is going to be a loose one, I think. But hey, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is your host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. Can you be Henry Giblet just for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Henry Giblet for Thanksgiving. Yes. But I want everybody to, please, if you're not following me on Twitter yet, <laughs> H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, I am four followers away from 2,400 followers. I'd really like to be there. Please. Oh, I remember my first 2,400. Fuck off. I hate you. <laughs> And that person that I hate and told to fuck off, that's my regular co-host, Christopher Antista. We also have two special guests this week, uh, uh, all the way from, (laughs) I think it's something funny to say, from a different neighborhood in the same city, all the way from Turkey, it's Brett, (laughs) no, wait. He just flew in from London, and boy, are his arms tired. He just it's flew in Brett from Turkey. Elston. Come on. My crumpets are tired. Uh, you got to know what a crumpet is to understand yes. cricket. Thank you. Mike Grimm, if you need one, I, I'll let you borrow one for your name. I'm going to go by my real nickname, Mike. What's a comic book, Grimm? Yeah, hello. You should have said, my name's Mike Grimm, and I am happy to be here. Pretty good. Yam, yam. Anybody? I'm wow! Potato. I brought this to a halt. I'm I don't think he is happy to be like, here, Chris. <laughs> Guys, we were just talking about Abraham Lincoln uh, and how, and how, how he, he met is. the pilgrims at, yes. <laughs> at Chrysler Rock. <laughs> but we shouldn't be talking. We didn't land on the Chrysler Building. Well, Brett, <laughs> reading it from Armageddon, Linda. This show is a mess. Well, Brett, are you no. excited to see Lincoln since he's from your home state? He is actually he is the pride he, of your home state. Isn't he more from Kentucky? Isn't that the well? Okay, secret? but he's the pride of Illinois. He wasn't right. born well, in well, Illinois. Well, we just father. adopted the him. Nickel. We adopted Penny. him first, it's but he is buried there. Uh, all right, <laughs> it's true. Listen, is that where he uh, fell? Uh, no, I learned this from Sarah. Uh, Vowels, Vowel, Sarah Vowell's book. Oh, okay. Her book about assassinations. Assassination, assassination vacation. vacation. There you go. Yeah, my favorite Bengal song. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll give you. Guys, we're talking too much here. Yes. I know. Are we? Henry, you're wrangle. the host. Wrangle us. Henry. Yeah. So wrangle us. I dare you. But you said so we guy, talk about uh, I yeah. refuse to be wrangled. <laughs> guys. Uh, Look, when you record VG Empire after this, I expect much better behavior, <laughs> especially from myself. Well, if I know how we record podcasts, we're always l- less loose the second one that we uh, record. Well, we're going to have to often be a well, big maybe you, kill. especially after, after the last time we did two shows in a row on a weeknight where you were falling asleep at the microphone. I was very tired. <laughs> it, was past, it was past 10 o'clock. I know. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, guys, uh, so, well, what a week, huh? What a week. What a week. I guess. First, well, yeah, first off, the Wii U came yeah, out. That's oh, yeah, that's what Chris I have no wanted a- to talk about. I have no other avenue to talk about this. Um, so, I, thinking, remembering the Wii shortages, mm-hmm. and when I say Wii, I don't mean W-E-E. So, yeah, what if there was a jortage? Of shorts. Of shorts. Uh, of jorts? Or a show of shorts. Oh yeah. God. Well, anyway. I'm limit the riffing. So I was enough. sure that there would be a big shortage, so I pre ordered what I could get, which was a basic unit Ooh. from the city target in San Francisco. <laughs> and I bought it. I was, I was, got the last one they had. I was like, man, I'm pretty great. Nobody else, all my friends who didn't get it for launch day, they're going to be waiting a long time. Then Tuesday comes, two days later. Michael, go, our friend Michael Raparez, just goes to Target like yeah, I got a I got a deluxe unit. Then I get a text from Chris, got a deluxe unit. <laughs> then today Charlie sent me like two texts. He's like, "There's two deluxe units in Best Buy right now. Like I could I could buy one for you." I'm like I had to text him like, "Stop tempting me! I'm sticking with the white. I don't want to go to all the gross. trouble. I don't want to go to all the trouble of returning this one." What it, about your docking cradle? Yeah, well, I bought. I can buy my own docking cradle. How much are one of those? Twenty dollars. Yeah. Bought through laser time, no less. Hey, yeah, I did buy it through laser time, as should you all. Thank you. And then I also don't want Nintendo Land. I played a shitload of Nintendo Land. Oh, you reviewed it already. Well, I did, yeah. I was yeah. surprised by how, like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. I mean, as, yeah. as long as far as, like, a Wii Sports tech demo goes, like, yeah. I was very impressed as by it. As long as you have five buddies. But this isn't a video game show, but you did get uh, no, I, a, a my Wii story, My story was dumb just because, like, I've been working my ass off at both work Laser time and trying to ready a cartoon Christmas.com for the Christmas season. What holiday do you guys cover? Um, Kwanzaa? Mostly Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. It's just in the run up to Kwanzaa. I'm, I'm revoking my invite for you to write up a turbo team. Uh, Excellent. Christmas. <laughs> so, just as planned. Uh, it, I've been working my ass off and then I'm like, the Wii U's coming out tomorrow. I've done nothing but work. Uh, my sleep schedule is totally fucked. Uh, I'm like, Fuck it. Fuck it. I haven't opened a new console in, in like five years. Five or six years. Uh-huh. I'm used to, as a kid with no money, opening a new console every three years <laughs> and setting one up. Like, I, I missed it. I missed digging around in menus. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to treat myself. And I went out, like, at four o'clock and like, hey, Best Buy, we got any? Like, yeah, we'll have some tomorrow. Target, we'll have some tomorrow. Um, how many? Five deluxe units. Yes. Best Buy, five. We have one Target and two Best Buys in San Francisco. Where else can you buy video games? We have two GameStops. That is it. That mm. is all. That is it. That is all. So, like, I'll just stay up all night. <clears throat> Target opens at 8 a.m. I'll just ride my bike over there. It's a couple blocks away, right over there at 7.30. Well, Dave Rudd was there, right? That's First of all, I haven't slept or showered, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know any of these people <laughs> right when I get there. You know how embarrassing that I wasn't gonna tell anybody I went to the Wii U launch, and then Dave is right there, and like, yeah. all right, let's just not tell anybody. And then like, it's sort of like, oh god, these are all guys we've worked with before. And then like, Adam Sessler is at the front of the line, gets turned away. Like, <laughs> I, yes, it, but he was like, yeah, we don't have any more deluxe units. Everybody went in anyway. There was a fucking uh, like. It was anarchy. There was like an uprising. You said there was gonna be Wii U's and. You only had five? I said, like, yeah, but I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, I'll bet they just held one away so they can sell it later on eBay. What? 
He was gonna sell it on eBay. He's gonna sell it on eBay. Why are you gonna sell it on eBay? <laughs> and then like all of a sudden the whole crowd is going after the Target employees for you're holding them so you can sell them on eBay. Like straight up yelling accusations when it was all said <laughs> a and film done. A mom I, broke out. Like he's like, you know, one of you guys really should have filmed that. I'm like, oh my fucking god, you're right. You. <laughs> The Target employee suggested I should film it, and they're all out of Wii U's. Go to Best Buy, out of blacks, couple whites, swatted to the ground. Keep moving. <laughs> keep moving on. No Wii U's. Sad, looking on eBay. But then I'm adding it up. We have two Best Buys, one Target. And GameStops. And GameStops. So GameStops probably got more than five deluxes. Mm. I go on Craigslist, search by San Francisco. 15 black Wii U's at a $700 markup. So, half to a third of the Wii U's purchased, <laughs> pre-ordered, were done so by fucking just shithead grift. Like, just one complete word. I don't know. It's just like if if you want to make money and plan ahead, there are better ways to do it than once. It, just because video games are the only thing you pay attention to, I just hate. I hate that. They, like they created for a second a phony shortage. Mm, a right. phony shortage. Well, there's right always... across the water, every Target and Best Buy had plenty. Microclimates. Microclimates. It's not a Literally slam. 20 minutes away. Would you rather spend $700? Do you want to go to the East Bay? <laughs> well, that's, we, we went, <laughs> no, we they were weren't at, in the East Bay yet to go we to went, the South We went to San Mateo at work. We walked Do you want to go to the South Bay? <laughs> no. <laughs> we walked in there and, and she, I'm like, do you guys have any black we use? Like, yeah, we can't hold them for you, but we just got some in. You'll be there in 15. And I go over there and like, of course, it's a fucking Target, and there's not an employee in sight. And I just see a, a box that says Wii U on it behind the counter, and I just... Help, help, last chance, help. Ripped the box open and took it out myself. Went behind the counter, ripped the box open, took it out myself. Mm. And uh, and she was like, oh, you found it! And like, yeah, where the fuck were you? And like, I don't know, we, we've been getting them in steadily every day. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's... I didn't want to make it sound like... People aren't buying Wii U's. They are, but Nintendo's sending short supplies out, but they're coming in every single day. For example, I work directly near the City Target you were talking mm-hmm. about, and I went in there on my lunch break, and mm-hmm. they had Wii U's on that <sighs> So that I was Sunday. looking on eBay, and I'm just like, if I guess I'll pay like up to $80 more than retail to have it right now. I just wanted it right. I, I had like built my weekend around <laughs> that. I'm going to work my ass off up until 8 o'clock in the morning mm. and then get a Wii U. And... So I had my heart set on it. And then, boom, found yeah. one. I, I really mad at myself for settling for a white, but uh, an inferior white. But, uh, yeah, so the Wii U. But that isn't what we talk about on this show. No, but we, there is a uh, Spider-Man <laughs> game coming out on the Wii U. No, there isn't. Uh, next August. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> if, if Activision sells the contract. But anyway, that's, again, neither here nor there. Mm. But it is here and there. <laughs> I tied it together. That's actually not possible. Comic books. <laughs> comic books. They're here and there, out there in, in Brett's bag. Far. Uh, so, what have we been reading, guys? That's what we we usually start off with. <sighs> uh, well, I know Brett and I read something. Well, you should we, save that for later. Before we get Fine. to the before we get to the big amazing Spider-Man stuff that happened this week, mm-hmm. uh, I just had a two you know flew back and forth from London, so I had a lot of time on a plane to read comic books. What'd you read? Well, I read. Um, I got caught <laughs> up. To show interest here. Guys. I got I caught up on the well, mostly caught up on Matt Fraction's Iron Man before it ended. Yeah, it yeah. became the new Iron Man number one. Thanks for rebooting it for the fourth time in five years. 
Have you the Captain America number one came out this week? I haven't read Volume that. Volume seven. Seven, yeah. Seven. Which three of those are in the last five years? Yes, yes. yes. There was a sale on them. I'm like, this is really confusing. Like, it's super. Confusing. Two of the volumes are from the same year. Yeah. Brubaker's yeah. last issue was pretty good, though. I did read that. I, yeah, I they have read a, they had a sale on Brubaker's. I uh, love everything Brubaker does. Period. And mm. I stopped reading Captain America. I'm like, you guys are splitting this too thin. Like, I yeah, can't, I'm not going to bother. Well, he really he kept going past the point he should have. Like he. He told the story he wanted to tell, yeah, which was just, great. But then he stayed an extra twenty issues telling good stories. But yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, but no, I also like just grab some random things. Uh, the Star Lord miniseries from this is a couple years ago, Annihilation. The Annihilation they had an Annihilation sale, and Annihilation. I think I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but it's a very very good cosmic crossover yeah. event. Actually, it wasn't even so much a crossover event. It was just like. Was really while civil, a bunch of miniseries. While yeah. Civil War was happening on Earth in 2006, mm-hmm. all this crazy crap was happening in deep space with all these cosmic heroes that hadn't seen any action for a long time. Mm-hmm. And there was it was Annihilus, it was Nova, it was Silver Surfer, Galactus, Drax. Drax these came are. back and basically became Vin Diesel. Thanos, Gamora. What? Mm-hmm. Drax is back? Drax like is back. Is back. Write that down. Uh-huh. Drax is... Backs with an X? Yeah, that's that's what Two I'm X's? For. Yeah. Like basement jacks? How <laughs> <laughs> let's end this. Jason backs. Um, but <laughs> that, all all the annihilation is really good. I would really uh, recommend reading. If you've wondered like what's up, like what is the deal with Marvel's cosmic level, whatever? What? Read, read annihilation. Actually, every here's the is, sad thing is everything with that name on it is good because there's annihilation buildup mm-hmm. with Super Scroll, Drax, Nova, Rodan. Ronan, those are all good. That leads into the actual Annihilation story, and then that became Annihilation Conquest, which involved Ultron and the Phalanx. Uh, you just revealed the the big the big villain reveal in uh, Annihilation Conquest. Dude, the comic's like four years old. Like, I'm sorry. If well, Ult- also, I'm annoyed that on the spine of the comic is Ultron. Ultron's face. Yeah, I mean, it it is a reveal, but it's like knowing Ultron is in it. Ultron's <laughs> about to matter a lot again. So the you Comicsology's sh- had a sale for the whole week, and I love it because it's called like Road to Ultron, <laughs> or, and, and it's, yeah. it's and it's just like it's Conquest. Mis- that's. It's well, just the a section. Age of Ultron. Well, the Age of Ultron. It's is misleading the... because the road to Ultron, Utah, is what they're saying. <laughs> but the <laughs> come on, come on, wow. come on. Well, the yeah, Age yeah. of Ultron <laughs> is the upcoming finale I never, I to never knew Brian Ultron's Michael. Last name. <laughs> Age of Ultron is the finale to Brian Michael Bendis's Avengers run. I Ultron is my favorite villain. Yeah, I just love robots in general, and I think Ultron is always characterized very well. And it was really cool to see Ultron in Conquest because. It was right after he was a nude woman, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this I naked didn't even, lady. I didn't even read that, because I'm like, yeah. shut up. Well, it's just because Frank Cho wanted to draw, draw a naked lady. wanted to draw a naked woman, and yeah. it's like, don't, old man don't, Logan? don't bring Ultron into this. Yeah, I know. Why? Why? Ultron is a, is a fucking, he has such an awesome face. I love his just that, that head open is mouth. So, and, and the energy that's always spewing out. Yeah. That, it's so cool. But instead, it's shiny naked woman. It's literally yeah. a, Frank, a, a naked woman. Yeah. Um, but it's like, and I also read uh, those Chris Claremont, those Marvel Masterworks that they sell. Oh. I, I bought volume one and two of Chris Claremont. Um, uh, X-Men? Yeah, so new X-Men, when Wolverine and Colossus and Nightcrawler. Ah, There's volume no. like one through five of those. And I read the first two of those and really, really like them. Like, they're very verbose, but it's like, it really reminds mm. me of when comic books were not ashamed at all to be comic books. I just and read... I mean, they, like, it's writing like Shakespearean level, like... <laughs> 
and his heart did proclaim, "I am Cyclops." Like, they, like they really believe what they're saying, and it's like there's a little of that innocence and earnestness gone. That yeah. It, now it's like I'm going to tell a six part story and put it in a trade and sell it under the. Well, everybody. Well, that's. I feel like you can put a lot of blame of that on Bendis because he. I really like that Bendis brought down to earth conversations, but now yeah. it's just. Everybody talks like a schlub. Yeah, ben, I like I I was a big fan of Bendis ten years ago. Yeah, and when I read a Bendis comic now, I don't even have to look at the front. I'll just start reading it and be like, "Oh, everyone's talking like Spider Man. Wolverine <laughs> is making punchy jokes." Yeah, this is a Bendis. Look on the cover. Yup, it's like he can't write characters that aren't jokey and like talk like they're on fucking Comedy Central. Or they just or they. Just talk too much. They just talk even, too much. I like would say Cap- they talk like Firefly characters. Yes, yeah. that's pretty accurate. But he was, I mean, well, he actually came up basically the same time weed and television shows were popular. But his, I don't, I wouldn't say he's ripping off weed, but they are. It's the not. Same it's time. Just, I can't believe he just said that. He's, uh, yeah. But I just read Giant. He's a great Spider-Man writer. I just read Giant Size X-Men again recently. Oh, yeah? uh, the, the first issue of that thing. Yeah. What I think it's really funny is it is like a travelogue where he's like, now I'm in Germany, time to get the German hero, now to Japan for the Japanese hero, now the Scottish hero, and yeah. now the African I just, That's what's also weird is reading those old comics, like, man, that, that team, it uh-huh. really comes off as a bunch of misfits pulled together to make, like, and they always say the X-Men are a bunch of whatever, but they never yeah. really act like it. They act like they've been to space and back and everything yes. is not new to them. But reading those early issues, they read like, Wolverine and Banshee just call each other midget and Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, what are you doing, Irish? And he's like, oh, don't call me Irish again, you midget. And, uh, <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? Is it's that, good. Okay? Why the Warpath is just there. And Warpath just... dies almost immediately. Yes. Uh, oh, no, wait. Warpath is his brother. Thunderbird, Thunderbird. is his name. Um, but yeah. It, they knew how stupid Thunderbird was. And they just all like really rip on each other. And like Colossus and Wolverine are always fighting each other. Uh, like, And Wolverine fights at the drop of a hat. And it's so <laughs> funny. Like... No, like someone will say even the most vague, like, I really think we should go this way. What? I, I'll tell you how I'm doing it. And if you don't like it, you can snick. <laughs> and then, like, and they're like, dude, we're just going to get in the jet. And you know where we're going. Like, you know why Wolverine uh, eventually took over the book? He's, he is treated like the bitchy sidekick a lot of the times in those early ones. The reason he got put in the forefront was when John Byrne came on. Yeah. He loved drawing Wolverine, and they are both Canadian. And so he's like, no, uh, I want to make the Canadian star the, the, the best hero. It's fun. Those, those Marvel Masterworks are really... If, you've, if, you've, if, you've been, if you came on board comics like in the last five, even two mm-hmm. years, even ten years, really going back and looking at those early... Well, they even have classics. the letter pages, right? Uh, no, not the ones. Oh, I and hadn't. the Spider-Man ones. I've seen the letter. Oh yeah, too. these are like they're called Marvel Masterworks. I mean, you walk into a local shop, you can yeah. still find them. I'm sure they're on they Amazon. They are cheap, here. but it's like 25 worth bucks. It. But yeah. you get you get a lot of issues, and you get it's like you're not buying random issues for a slice of what it was like back then. You're getting things that have stood the test of time. Like the Chris Claremont stuff was very famous, mm. and it endured for a reason. And it, it all leads out. It's all the Phoenix saga before she becomes Dark Phoenix, and it's the new X Men. So it's how Wolverine and Nightcrawler and Colossus actually became on the team. There's a uh-huh. lot of fun stuff going on, and that like there's an actual sense of discovery that's happening in those comics that's just completely gone now. Uh-huh. Except I would say for the Hawkeye series, which is incredible. That's all right now, and I encourage yeah. everyone to be. Issue fun. four came out today. Did oh, it? Did? Yep. Yummy. Hawkeye is, download. is Hawkeye yeah. is fantastic. Yes. Well, so I also uh, I've been also I've been really <laughs> I really jumped into Marvel now, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last week I read the first issue of Iron Man, 
uh, Fantastic Four and um, I read the first Fantastic and uh, I was thinking about reading Fantastic and Thor. Four. I read that one too. Iron Man is the weakest of the three, or at least its first issue was the weakest of the three. I think uh, I don't like Greg Land as an artist. He's really? Not well. Not this time. He was kind of giving it half, half huh. an effort. I but, love Greg Land, but also I think each of each all three of those set up a giant new problem for the hero the heroes to face, and we'll be facing like probably for the next thirty issues or something. Hmm. But I but mean, the, isn't Age of Ultron starting somewhere in there? Yeah, but that's an Avengers thing. It's a different thing. Okay, but, I got it. But what Iron Man's going to face just doesn't seem scary enough. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, so then, meanwhile, Fantastic Four, I really liked. Like, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four has a really neat, like, Matt Fraction's writing it, which I think is the perfect book for Matt Fraction to write. I hope so. And and Mark Bagley's doing the art, which I love, though I think Bagley draws a great uh, Human Torch and a great thing. Read, okay. Susan Storm, he can't draw women. Like they all just have the same. Face. The women all look the same. Yeah. They have the same face and haircut. Yeah. I also, true. I've complained about it before on this podcast. But I hate when they make Sue too maternal. Like she should be yeah. a badass. They, like, yeah. Well, my favorite Wade thing, did her the best. Yeah. Mark Wade was fantastic. That's another Fantastic Four endorsement. Go start with Unthinkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro- Unthinkable prologue. It's it's covered with Doctor Doom standing in a big. Full screen explosion, basically. Yeah, but uh, I that on until Wade leaves Fantastic Four. This is from like 2002. Yeah, uh, that's, that's all of that is incredible. When Waringo, I think, is the artist who. Yeah, is the late Michael. The late Michael Waringo. Yeah. Uh, great artist, great writer. All of that will make you understand why Invisible Woman should not just be. Oh, you men! Yeah. Like I have to make the sandwiches. Yes, it's like, and Doom even says point blank, like. You know you're all morons, right? Like mm. she's by far the strongest one. Yeah. And she could kill us all. Why and, would I possess the thing when she's yeah. here? Like, yeah. And he makes and he in an instant he does all this crazy stuff. Now I wish she would actually take charge of that. Yeah. Um, I just feel like yeah, writers are just too scared to make her strong, and mm-hmm. it really bothers take me. Care of oh, and so and then the last one I read was Thor by Jason Aaron, which I really like where it's going because basically he just takes Thor off of Earth, and he's just. Thor operating in outer space as like outer space Superman, like. Uh, but then he he meets the, this planet that has no gods, and he's like, "What? You don't, guys don't believe in anything?" Huh? And then uh, and then there's this funny bit where they say to him, "Like, well, I mean, we had all these old stories, like the stories you were telling about Odin and and a Rainbow Bridge. I mean, we just tell that to entertain kids." And then Thor goes. When I was a younger man, I would have killed you for saying that. But how dare you speak that way to me? Like it, it's it's a more. I like when Thor gets egotistical a little. Like yeah, he, I, I want him to be. He should be more alien. He gets to they humanize him too much. Well, like, yeah, if Bendis is running him. Well, yes, especially like even Thor has like these snippy moments, and I'm like, please. Or stop. yeah, there was there was one in Avengers Prime where like Avengers Prime is was a pretty cool miniseries where it was really just about. Post siege, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor all making up, then licking their silver Civil War wounds together, mm. and it's got some cool moments. But it has this part where, like, they say, "Hey, Thor, did you ever hit? Did you ever hit that with Hellcat?" Like, they basically ask him. And he just kind of gives like a knowing smirk, like, and then. Like that's a bit much for Thor. I, what, but I mean, Thor. he is so egotistical and yeah. Proud. Well, he's also a horn dog. And like, I, I'd well, be fine not with like that. Hercules. I'm just more like Tony Stark would ask that 
Yeah. I yeah. sincerely hope Rusty Rogers did not. No, it was. It was Tony Stark. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, and I also read the event Wolverine in the X-Men. The most recent that series. It's such a great, funny series. Yeah. It's like a really good really comedy funny. series. Chris? Um, I... Okay, and this this is not good evidence of that, but uh, I was looking at our iTunes reviews for Cape Crisis, yeah, and that one everything's positive except that one guy, Marvel fanboys, motherfucking uh, assholes. So I mean, you're letting that get to you too much. Well, it's it was just one point that needed to be addressed, and it's like, yeah, I have no problem shaking things up. I'll put down like my comfort comics and uh-huh. read something new, and, and I'm like. Somebody recommend me something. And Nick Long, Punch Ultimate on Twitter, just said, check out the new Flash. And, like, Flash and I have no connection I, whatsoever. I really like Flash, but it's always hard. Like most DC heroes, it's really hard to do right. And when he gets on a, when he gets in a slump, it's unreadable. Uh, this is the the New 52 version of Flash. I yeah. thought it was pretty cool. I read the first issue of it mm-hmm. and did not like it. But that's because... What did you like about it? Well... I, I dude, I they don't have undid a... a lot of old continuity mm-hmm. that I cared about. What and DC? Most, yeah, I know. I cared about it. Most DC fans don't, and it made the fact that the Flash was married did make him unread like harder to care about. Though I also just say Barry Allen is boring. Like I, I'd, Wally the, West, bro. Yeah, Wally, Wally West, West is best, but he's not in the DC Fifty Two. He's yet to appear in the Fifty Two. Oh, yeah. I, I just. But well, you're more, enjoying it, the Francisco like, Manipal. Uh, I, I guess I never experienced. His I, I, art's really good. Yeah, no, the art's fantastic, um, and it's that I never really see Flash used. Like, there's a thing that's going to explode and needs to be brought out of our radius. Uh-huh. And then the Flash comes in and helps the Justice League. Uh, well, that, uh, that, you, well, you should really read. Uh, they, there's three omnibuses mm-hmm. of it. Jeff Johns wrote so three on Flash. Om- you're three describing omnibuses. me three omnibuses. Yeah, the equivalent of 75 issues. <laughs> Read those. You're going to have a good time. And you'll be sa- oh, I just love the idea. That, like, like he, I, I don't know where it picks up because it doesn't... It may spin new continuity, but it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't take place. In, it's not an origin story. And I thought that was great. I know who Flash is. And it was more about him consulting the Speed Force, which is hard to read. Well, uh, without it was, smiling. It was Flash, Superman, and Wonder Woman that got changed around the most in the new film. Well, the, the idea that like Flash's power, like powers of speed, affecting his mental abilities okay. in order to see probability. Like, yeah, he does. Like, I love seeing how they're playing with how he fucks with molecules, sends <laughs> things through, makes things explode. Just watching Grim like look at the forty, just like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the 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 ability to look at uh, probabilities. He's fighting instinct over like. His brain is too fast, and he's, I don't know, coming to grips with that. I thought that was really cool. Like, the yeah. speed also affects his, uh, what do you call this? Brain. I don't want to say brain again. Cerebral gray cortex. Matter. Cerebral cortex. Gray matter. And, uh, uh, corpus colossum. And then Mob Rule is a fucking great, um, yeah, just great. Like a, right. I'm um, reading Batman the Owl's business. Is, that's is, the good stuff. His friend good. Manuel who can cut his fingers off and clone himself from, like, body parts that he cuts off. Oh, but here's the best thing Beautiful. about the owls is oh the owls are great. Once you get through the owls, then it's the the Joker story that he started by the same writer. What? Joker got the Henry. I got the Joker toxin. I was going to say like you're going to like total recall like fake head on that lady no, and just, just start laughing. Well, no, he brought back anyway. He brought back the Joker, and it's uh, I like what he's doing with him. Uh, what happened to the bit with Joker tearing off his own face? Now he wears it as a mask over his he face. He wears his face as a... It looks fuck... It's very unsettling to Why look at. Why would he do that? 
<laughs> to, to freak you out, man. Yeah, I know, <laughs> no, it's, it I looks know. good. Dude, it looks fucking rad. I can't help but feel like that's misappropriating what Joker it only, would... It only is... <laughs> if if you just Google like Joker's first appearance, and it's a dude in a purple suit and clown makeup, and then we've slowly watched him progress to like fucking maniac... He's been maniac for like 20 years. No, but, like that, but this, like is a, this is another step, though. <laughs> but like, like they this level upping. of maniac. Like yeah. He's been the same crazy but weirdo. But I don't mind that. Like, I think like Heath Ledger's Joker was a different Joker. I don't, I don't even see him cutting his face off to go, oh, isn't that scary? <laughs> he's freaking like, you out. He yeah. cut his face off to send the message in like, yeah. an older, in like issue 7 or something like that. When he's doing some, well, I won't uh, spoil what happens in this or last week's Batman, but he's doing some pretty crazy stuff in there. I'll keep reading it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Though that's the best Batman. Who's the writer of Batman right now? I've never Scott uh, Snyder, who's pretty okay. good. Though he's better than Tony Daniel is writing it in Tony Detective, Daniel. and he's not very good. All right. So don't read that. Fair enough. Uh, Michael Grimm. Do you yes. read comic books at all? Uh, yeah, I think I actually read... Uh, what? Uh, Nani? The, how about... Uh, I may have mentioned this in the last time. When was the last time I was on the show? A month ago. Or uh, did, I, did I mention Red Lanterns then? Yeah, you yeah. did. Okay. But you've been reading uh, it. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, how about 20th Century Boys? Did I mention that? That's not a comic No, oh, man, isn't that manga. the best? It I is love that. Though. I really like that. That's, the, you know, I, it's a manga. I tried to read that one. Le- yeah. I read that one legitimately... Until I hit the thirteenth volume, mm. and then I was like, "I will buy every following volume right now if you'll let me." And then I see volume fourteen, two months. So I go, "Fuck that!" <laughs> this is why there's scanlations on the yeah. internet. Like they need to. I would have. It, it just frustrated me because like I would have paid them a hundred bucks to read the rest of it. I would. I was that hooked into it, but yeah. instead I had to go. Like I couldn't wait. They're still not done with it. Like. The series isn't done being published in America. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. But yeah uh, such a good... It kind of reminds me of Lost, don't you think? Like, uh, they have a lot of flashbacks. And, that's a good point, yeah. I never watched Lost, so I'm just saying that's a good point, like, abstractedly. <laughs> I barely watched Lost as well, but I know flashbacks were very important. Uh, uh, don't watch Lost, ever. I never you know what they were? I don't. They were I'm less old. important to the viewer. <laughs> that yeah. show. Was it was fun. really just so here's stretching the, thing. the if show. If you would... Watch the first season of Lost because it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most gripping, like interesting things of TV I've ever watched. Uh, watch it quickly. Watch it like in a marathon almost, and then don't watch it anymore. Watch it again, and, well, then, and just like really relish the the cliffhanger ending, and just think about like, man, what was in there, <laughs> and then well, don't, I, and then don't watch the rest. I know it, it ends with a dog licking somebody's face. I know it ends with that. Uh, not not the first. The first season, you don't want to know that it's. Just a pleasant-looking British man listening to Mamas and the Papas. And oh, God, that no. hatch that they've been chasing for. 12 okay, the episodes. opening of season two. I probably, said, cool. I probably said this on Talk Radar, but like, I literally, like, I literally thought I'd recorded the wrong show and right. got mad and stopped. The, 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 it was on a tape because this was that long ago, 2006, and I was like, God damn it! What show is it? Like, got like. Hey everybody, thanks again for listening to this episode of Cape Crisis, we really appreciate it, I'm 
here in the break talking it up, and I'm here with a, a guest too. Brett's here, right? Hi. Hey, Brett. Hi. Pretty fun episode, except for when the computer breaks and who knows how much people are in the opening yeah, segment. Yeah, we were recording and we got that error message and then uh, Audacity threw up no fewer than 300 error messages, like Ugh, literal boy. 300 error messages. So, the, though it's worth mentioning this because, you know, these computers are getting rusty. We could maybe use some help to get some new ones. This is factually correct. How would people do that to help us out? Why, there's so many ways to do it. On lasertimepodcast.com, there's a button on the left side of the screen that says donate. You can give us a direct donation through PayPal. That would really help us out. There's a t-shirt store. You can buy t-shirts there. That gives us some money. I'm wearing a VG Empire shirt right now. That's a beautiful t-shirt. It is. I wish I had one of those. I should buy one. (laughs) I was gifted this one. (laughs) Uh, Though, also, if you'd like to support us without spending anything extra, uh, on the left side of the side, or uh, the right side, on the right side, you'll see a bunch of links to Amazon stuff. Now, you don't even have to buy what you click on there at Amazon. You buy anything through Amazon through that tab, and a little of that comes our way. And, you know, it's the Christmas, uh, the holiday season. Yes. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to be buying stuff, especially this Black Friday. (laughs) So... You know, why not do it through lasertimepodcast.com? It's true. There'll be a lot of uh, lightning deals on Amazon all Black Friday. Make sure you uh, just, just have just have that laser time tab open. And uh, anything yeah. you buy, just do it through there. Exactly. You don't even have to buy the Taken 2 Blu-ray collector's <laughs> set, I guess. <laughs> you can buy whatever. So uh, do that. send a nickel. Uh, also, guys, there's uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Zoom Marketplace, please... Please uh, make sure to be subscribing. Review us. Give us five stars. Really appreciate it. And written reviews also very appreciated. Really helps us in the rankings. I agree. Same for VG Empire. Hey, you're stealing my... No. Stealing. It right. helps. No, it's a, it's, a it, great, it's a great message. Uh, it's an easy, free way for you to say that you enjoy what you like. Or you enjoy, you enjoy what you hear. <laughs> and it lets us, uh, just gives us fuel to keep going. Sure does. It just feels good to read a good review. Sure does. Oh. And even if you have criticism, happy, yeah. to, happy to hear that too. Yeah. Uh, all right, and so uh, the, now it's time for the Hank's Corner pick of the week. Uh, so a little bit later uh, after this break, you're going to hear us get into spoiler territory about Spider-Man. If you don't want to hear that, that's cool. But let me just say, to be prepared for issue 698, you might want to purchase the hardcover collection of Spider-Man Ends of the Earth, which was a really awesome crossover where Spider-Man fights the Sinister Six and they're going to destroy the planet Earth. It's a really cool book. It's got all the Avengers in it, too. Great art by Humberto Ramos. Like, I really liked it quite a lot. And so you can find that. There'll be a link to it on this week's episode page on lasertimepodcast.com. So be sure to check that out. And now, back to the rest of the show. Yes. I might have just tossed a fart in your face. Oh. Or is your nose too stuffed? 
Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> the joke uh, is lost on me. Your hilarious joke. Sorry, sorry. Are I, we recording? I hope we're recording. And if the yeah. uh, if the previous segment uh, recording fucked up in any way, we had a minor technical difficulty. I don't know what's lost and what's saved, and I can't check right now. But you'll hear some part of a show. Yeah, and come back to this. But now it's time for the real talk no, about wait. what we read this week. The news. Okay, this is part of the news. Hasbro has renewed what? their ROM uh, copyright. ROM's, uh, <sighs> ROM Space the Space Knight. And he appears on a, uh, in one of the, some Ultron art. Yes, that is true. That so is true. ROM might be coming back. Well, it's weird. The Space, oh! the space Knight thing has shown up a couple of times lately. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, when, in that Avengers 12.1 or whatever, when they find Ultron's body... In they the refer- Age of Ultron pe- prequel. Yep. They, they refer to it as a Space Knight, and I'm it like... It might have been an issue, like, but Rom? Hasbro and Marvel are peas in a pod. There's no arguments going well, on there. Has, maybe it's because Hasbro is such a history with Star Wars, and now they're working with Disney. And there's also a rumor that ha- ha- Disney wants to buy Hasbro. That but, would get out you know what the worst part of those rom comics is? When you download them digitally, you only get to keep them for 48 hours unless you own the paper copy. What? Wrong? You son, you son of a bitch! You, I, God, why was I confused for a second? At first, I thought you were going to do a joke on rom-com. No. Term of See, romantic I thought that one was, Oh, man. All right. Son of a bitch. I show myself. Sorry, I don't bro. like these PC-centric talk on my podcast. If you add Nintendo jokes, then I could laugh my baby. Uh, I both... Bigger All right. fan of DC's random access. Um, guys. Um. All right. Also, come on. Big news. <laughs> yeah, Big, come on. Come on. All right. So, as I've talked about multiple times on this podcast before. Wait, this is spoiler heavy, right? Yeah, but it's so big, it's out there on okay. the internet. Just, okay, if from, you don't. For Amazing Spider-Man. I'm, I'm willing you, to know, and I don't like don't, spoilers. If you don't want Spider-Man 698 spoiled for you, stop that. Walk away. Walk, Walk away. away. And then read 698, it takes 10 minutes at most, mm-hmm. then come back. And give or take the Tony Stark breast cancer awareness comics. Uh, <laughs> those are so yeah, bad. those aren't in my digital comics. Damn straight. Comics. They are definitely in the physical ones that I'm <laughs> uh, Okay, but so, 698, uh, Dan Slide had been bragging for, well, not bragging, but like saying for months, like, I'm doing something so crazy, Spider-Man, the world is going to hate me. Every, every fanboy is going to scream for my blood. So now, I thought it was going to happen in 700, but it actually is beginning in 698. Yep. So, what was it? Hmm? It's going to sound super gay when we say it. <laughs> <laughs> you should not use that word as a negative. I'm sorry. I, I meant... Oh, well, you did. Not it's going to sound... It's going to sound... This is on you. It's going to sound really stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I read it actually in the pe- when we were eating pizza. I watched you read it. Yeah, because I'm like, I have to read this before we get caught up, so I know what to talk about. But like, so Spider-Man and Doc Ock switch brains, brain swap. But that's that's my corniest way I could ever explain it. Yeah, what actually happened? They, they got hit on the head. Brain. They, got, they both got hit on the head with a coconut. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, is my nose bleeding? Well, this is no. Weird. Huh. Why is all this red stuff? Uh, maybe Doc Ock's in my brain. <laughs> well, so all Nothing? right. Nothing. Come on. So, <laughs> so since the ends of the Earth comics uh, that came out about nine months ago, well, uh, more like please. <laughs> I'm just really. It's like all crusted. In anyway, me. it came out like in May, and that May storyline it ended with Spider-Man beating Doc Ock and. 
And ever since then, Doc Ock has been like in a gurney, not unresponsive. Yeah, and like in the on the raft, which is a super prison for crazy supervillains and uh-huh. stuff. And like Doc Ock has been this frail non-issue for like almost a hundred because issue six hundred was yeah. him fighting Doc Ock and revealing that he had his body was a withered mass because yeah. of a number of concussions. He did. Yeah, yeah. So Doc Ock is this like frail zombie of a person that his mind is still going, but his body's completely failing him. And the ends of the earth was his last hurrah. It was like he's gonna. Make it look like he's this incre- incredible genius and he's going to save the world when in reality he's going to blow it up or whatever and fry it. And, of course, Spider-Man and the Avengers all save the day. But then, like, the twist in 698 is that you find out that Doc Ock is finally on it. Like, this is it. You know, Cap and Wolverine show up and like, hey, he's he's asking for you. He's like, got hours to live. He's got literally think. hours to live. Like, he's finally just going to die. And he asked for you. Specifically. He didn't ask for he, Spider-Man. He asked for Peter Parker. Yeah, he wakes up, and his first words are Peter Parker. Yeah. Which, so, and he doesn't know Spider-Man is Peter Parker up yeah, to that point. Which like, is, yeah, I didn't even put that together until yeah. later. Like, he doesn't know who Spider-Man is, so that's notable. Uh, Spider-Man goes in. They, he leaves everyone behind him. And this is at the end of 698. And that issue up to that point is very mundane. It's just like right. Spider-Man doing everyday things. And then it zooms in on Doc Ock, and he's like, he can barely gurgle out Peter Parker, and it takes him like three panels to even do that. And he says, Spider-Man says, yes, I'm Peter Parker. He takes off his mask. Takes off his mask. He's like, yeah, what? He's, and, he's, and he's really terse all of a sudden. He's like, you, so you wanted us alone. What? Is this what you <laughs> wanted? Is this what you wanted? And he's really like, well, that's surprisingly confrontational and callous for Spider-Man. And then he's looking at Doc Ock's withered body, and Doc Ock's like, Peter Parker. And he's like, no, I'm Peter Parker. I have all of your memories. I have your entire life. Sorry, Spider-Man. Now, I, I've been Peter Parker. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. It's, not, it's not just that they switch brains. It's at some point, either during him, either man. during that fight nine, ten months ago or since then, something has happened where they actually switched bodies mm-hmm. in the midst of other stories. And Doc Ock and Parker have been switched bodies that long. And at or the at, hundreds of hundred issues, no, 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 no. not a hundred issues since this Tw- last twelve or fifteen, yeah, so, uh, enough that's like almost a year's worth of comics, yeah. Um, and and then at the end, Doc Ock dies, which means Parker dies, and then Spider Man walks. Well, out. they bring out defibrillators, though. I'm thinking he's not dead, right? Dead. But yeah, no, no, you missed a part where he says, "Yeah, I'm Peter Parker," and then Doc Ock they get up close on his face. He's like. No, I'm Peter Parker, and like he's like there's tears in his eye, and like mm. you feel. I felt so awful. That I was like, no, Peter Parker's like been trapped in this withered corpse for yeah. months. Like what? That what a horrible thing to do to him. Yeah. Like, but meanwhile, for twelve issues, you've been rooting for Doc Ock. Huh? Uh, but un- unbeknownst to you, because he has all of Spider-Man's memories, he knows how to pretend to be Spider-Man. And but so, does it read like he's actually pretending to be uh, Spider-Man? Only in well, that's why he, it's like in hindsight. I need to go back and like look uh-huh. at things he's done. Because you mentioned in the Alpha storyline that things he did in retrospect don't seem like Parker decisions. Yeah, and that's what made Alpha seem kind of weird to me, but now when you look back on it, you're like, oh, wait, this this makes a little more sense if it was Doc Ock testing the limits of what he can do as Peter Parker or yeah. Spider-Man. But it also makes me think, like, so 700 gets canceled, and then it reboots with Superior Spider-Man uh-huh. number one, which is going to be Doc Ock and Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like, it's not just that it's Otto Octavius, it's him with the melding of Parker's memories, so I'm wondering how, as a character, 
does he care about maintaining that illusion? How do you it, get the reader to care about that? Are, yeah, well, well, he wants well to here's have the thing. Life, It'll last 12 issues at most, and it'll be back to normal. Well, yeah, so, so that's the thing. Like, <laughs> so, like, it's... It, it's it's a cool twist and it's be, interesting, but it will be back to normal. In it'll a year. be a good year and a half of yeah. stories. What it'll I, be interesting. Well, I like that they made it clear though that like even though this is the start of six ninety eight, and stuff will happen by the end of seven hundred, like the story will continue from that point. But they're making it clear Superior Spider Man is called that because he's still Doc Ock. Yeah. Do, uh, it seems. Yeah. But it's it's quite an extreme change and like. Dan Slott has said, no, this is for real. This isn't going to be fixed in one issue. Like, this is his big change for Marvel now. And so, but nobody else knows he's, only those two know that he's Spider-Man. And so, like, he's also rekindling his relationship with Mary Jane. Yeah, that whole issue is him just like, I'm going to fix my life. Like, yeah. I, like I've had a mess in my life forever, and now I'm going to actually put everything back on track. And you're like, well, he seems strangely assertive in this issue. Mm-hmm. And then that's one of the other big reveals. It's like, well, that's why he's been this way is because he's not Parker. He's Octavius, who's very ambitious and self-centered. Mm-hmm. But so there's this gold Octobot that's chasing him down. I think that's the one like glimmer of hope for Spider-Man right now is that there's this uh, that golden Octobot must have the rest of Peter's memories in it. I think or that must have been used to switch their brains. Something, because yeah. yeah, the whole Madden Web thing, it ends in a flash of gold or whatever, and it's like, yeah. yeah, that's what I don't get. I don't get what that gold Octobot did, because he even says, and like a good magician, I will, you will die, and I will never reveal my secret <laughs> of how I did this. Bye. And that's the issue, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. The yeah. Octobot threw the coconut. Okay. <laughs> but then like that Octobot I don't know what it do- what it did like every time they show it it's like walking it I swear it's been perpetually crawling out of the ocean for eight issues oh yeah the, in the epilogue to Ends of the Earth it was crawling out of the ocean like it's been doing it that's what might imply that he's been it since Ends of the Earth because mm. I'm betting so in Ends of the Earth they had an Octobot uh, that could they had, multiple Octobots controlled the minds of the Avengers yeah. so it has some sort of he has mind capabilities so it's possible he just built the brain switching gold octobot and he dropped that on spider-man unbeknownst to him and so who, who knows but i'm really interested to see where it's gonna go like this is like the meanest thing they've ever done to peter parker yeah. well yeah it's pretty bad it's pretty bad the whole the whole the other storyline is still well is that's, just too that's much. not come on yeah this is where it's like mental torture it's not yeah, just yeah, like yeah. No, oh that's he crazy. beat him into a bloody pulp right yeah, good yeah. you anybody can tear you can. It's easy to just write, and then they tear Spider Man in half. Like, yeah, great. Like, yeah. But I, I think it's a really cool twist. It, it yeah. I was. It, it had been speculated online somewhere before that they're going to yeah. switch bodies. I had. I had actually like, yeah, speculated yeah, yeah. it on this podcast, and I'm like, what? yeah, yeah, whatever. But the, just the way they handle it, and then I had to reread that page a couple of times to understand what was happening because just the way the dialogue boxes are moving and the art is, uh-huh. you're like, wait, who's saying this? Wait, that's coming out of Spider Man. <laughs> Not Doc Ock, but it reads like Doc Ock. Yeah. And what, 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 and I have to read the page a couple times. It's, it's very interesting. So, But it's also a thing that if you didn't read Ends of the Earth and you didn't read Spider-Man or much, but you generally know, you could read 698 and still get the impact of this event. Yeah. Because you still just know that at some point in the past they've swapped this and Parker has been this comatose body for an indeterminate amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost like a mini clone saga swap where you're like, it was Ben Riley the whole time. 
so yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see where they're going with this. It's pretty like, cool. What his bigger plan is. But, and uh, are you, and as a kid or a teenager or even 20s, even 28, 29, <laughs> uh, this is the kind of thing I'd be like, how dare they? But at this point, I'm like, we all know these things get fixed in like 12 yeah. issues. So like, I'm just more like, that's a cool shakeup. It'll be interesting for exactly 12 issues. Any more would draw it out and any less would mean even less. Well, so, that's also, sure, let it be the status quo for a year, and a year from now I'll be watching Spider-Man punch Mysterio in the face. It's fine. <laughs> but that's what I've been reading of, like, with Bendis is in the end of his Avengers run, he's wrapping it up, and he's fixing all these things. He's like, nah, the Vision is fixed. He's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he unkilled Janet Van Dyne, and he's Why like... did he kill Janet Van Dyne? In, uh, in Secret Invasion. I don't remember that. She turned into a giant uh, macro body and... Yeah, I did read Secret Invasion, but I didn't care. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, it, it, it kind of goes nowhere. So Spider-Man's black and he's Dr. Octopus? <laughs> this is boggling to me. That's the ultimate Spider-Man, which is uh, pretty good. Yes. All right, guys. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about last week's question of the week. Are we not going to do my bit? Aren't we just... Huh? The bit about the, what? the crossover stuff? Oh, derp. Is All that right. a question of the week kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It could It could be. Sounds like a question yeah. of the week kind of thing. All right, you don't have to keep talking to the mic like this. Now. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to, All right, wait. First, are hearing let's wanted to make it a little sexy. First, let's talk about last week's question of the week. So Please. it was, is the first issue enough to hook you into a comic book these days? Uh, like, almost never anymore. Though, uh, so one of our first responders was... CJ12297, and he says, Depends on how good the issue was. Walking Dead, Batman, Hawkeye, and others hooked me straight away. But some books I just need a few issues before I make my choice. Yep. <laughs> that sounds pretty reasonable. Uh, let's see. White Steve Harvey says he's a trade guy. <laughs> uh, White Steve Harvey kills it every time. Just, uh, just his name. Uh, uh, yeah, trades... Five to ten years ago were definitely a way a new reader or, or even like someone who'd been reading comics but now is you know not into buying issues. That's definitely how things were moving before. But with the death of bookstores and uh-huh. just physical media takes up so much space. True. Yeah. Like I feel like buying issues is is valid again on an, on, an, on some kind of digital device. On a digital device, but that's also to me says that the Marvel now New Fifty Two reboot kind of horseshit only matter to print people. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just a fucking issue. It's a new issue. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean the whole numbering thing is like less important when the physical thing is gone. Yes. it's like I feel, which is why I get more and more irritated that they keep rebooting everything. It's like just. Stop it. I feel like once they kill... The kind of person who is buying comic books for the first time, hears something is cool, secondhand, and then goes and buys that storyline. They don't think, well, it's number 412. I can't possibly (laughs) understand it. If only it was a number one. It's like, that's not how the average person thinks. They just think, oh, you need to read this Captain America story. It's called this. Okay. What issue is it? Oh, wait, I don't care. Because I care about the story. Well, they'll just buy it based on the name of the trade collection. Like hey, can, I, yeah. can I give a shout-out to Pedo Bearclaw? Pedo yeah. Bearclaw, uh, just because one, in the forums, he said, uh, um, he's been hooked on one issue. Deadpool's latest issue is an example of that, which is like super fun. 
Uh, but more importantly, he has a Donald Duck fuck everything gif, yeah. which is fantastic. And that he was he and uh, Landon uh, were one of the people the people who sent me the ROM story, which I really appreciated today. ROM returning is a big fun deal. <laughs> uh, also, um, let's see here. Oh, shoot, uh, Super Giraffe. He brought up that. Uh, Animal Man and Saga both really hooked him An- in with yes. the first issue. Yeah, Animal Man and Saga both both, both do their job very well. Yeah, do a lot with twenty four pages. Uh, and then one more, can read. Burp, burp, burp. Okay, uh, see that is obviously a douche. Says depends. I ended up buying all of Batgirl just because I was intrigued by the stellar writing on the DOTF crossover issue, but mostly. But most of the time, a single issue is not enough to hook me. Mm-hmm. Um, DOTF no. is death of the family. Got it. So that uh, was last week's question of the week. Yeah, I have to blow my nose. I'm kinda, <laughs> Don't do that in the mic. I'm guessing, like for example, I bought the new Captain Marvel number one. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like that. I liked the first issue, and then uh-huh. issue two, like immediately, like. Does the artist change? I don't. Uh, I think it did. I, I can't remember. It might have. But the thing that bothers me in every medium, ever, and it's just such a cliche. Like the moment before you even establish the status quo for your character, mm-hmm. you send them back in time to World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stop. Doing that. Will like, I meet my grandfather? Like, I don't care. And then they go back in time. And now it's Carol Danvers meeting all the girl versions of these Sergeant Fury Howling Commandos. And it's like, you're going to ha- like, come on. Like, will you just have a story for six issues about her and the new costume and the new powers and the new whatever? And, like, the whole first issue is full of this plight about a pilot that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And then oh. half of the second issue is the same thing. And then, oh, no, Nazis. And like, oh, boy. Just save it for some other time. I did like in the first issue, I, I like this funny aside where she said, she pointed out she outranks Captain America, like, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the military. That was pretty cool. It was, yeah, I thought the first issue was fun, and I'm not so hung up on her old Miss Marvel costume that it actually that I actually care. Yeah, I actually like the new costume. Uh, so that was that. I week. guess there's not as much thigh oh, in the this window. One. Yeah, no, you're thinking of Power Girl. My bad. You're thinking of Power Girl, which is kind of the most ridiculous female character ever drawn. Kinda. They really let that get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was last week's question. Thanks to everybody, even you, who commented. Thank you very much. Me? Even you. So this week's question of the week uh, comes from a friend of ours named Brett Elston. Oh. He was bringing up to me uh, that he had just read Acts of Vengeance. Is that yes. right? So uh, back when Avengers came out, I bought the Acts of Vengeance omnibus. I was witness to you buying it. Yes, because it's one of those like free comic book days, and you've just seen a comic book movie, and Avengers was so good, so you're just on this amazing high <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to spend $200 in here yes. and just buy whatever. And I bought this like $80 Acts of Vengeance omnibus, which is, in case you didn't know, Acts of Vengeance was this crossover in the late 80s that... And this is this is all leading up to the actual question. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it was this crossover that didn't have its own book, much like today, where you have Civil War, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. World War Hulk, uh, a DC one, please, just to be fair. Acts of Venge. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Infinite Crisis. Sure, those Identity Crisis, all those things. They have their own book, right? Yes. Um, which I did read. Identity Crisis. 
It was six. It's, it was six years ago. It's good. Uh, Infinite Crisis. Yeah, I read that one. Um, Zero Hour. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, which I read backwards, thinking they were numbered appropriately. <laughs> so that was very confusing. But um, it countdowns from five. It counts to zero. down from four to zero, and yeah, I read them to zero, zero to yeah. like issue two. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but that's very clever. Um, so, Axe but the bit is like, Axe of Vengeance didn't have its own main book. There wasn't an Axe of Vengeance number one through whatever. Mm-hmm. It was this thing Marvel did a lot in the '80s and and possibly others. But again, I am a, unabashed Marvel zombie. Fair enough. But as I read all of these collected works together, and even though I am a little pissed because it is missing issues about what actually happened and how it <laughs> resolved, and I'm like, right. guys, this isn't it's over. It's just the annual. I paid eighty bucks for this. Come on. But the bit was in this one. It was. All the like a bunch of villains all team up and swap. They basically just turn into swingers, I guess. <laughs> they just all like turn the dial one over. So like all the Iron Man villains now go jump Captain America or Daredevil or whatever, and they all just kind of rotate so that the heroes are like, wait, what? I don't fight you. And there's supposed to be this moment of like confusion, <laughs> and so all these comics comics have uh, this little slash at the top that says Acts of Vengeance or whatever and you read it and it's like okay I'm reading Daredevil and he's fighting Ultron isn't that pretty weird and that Ultron story is actually really cool it's like Ultron being brought back to life with 13 different personalities oh, and, they're, yeah. and they're all arguing with each other it's weird. really weird it's drawn by Frank Miller it's really weird like it's one of the weirdest comics <laughs> I've ever read <laughs> um, but like and uh, that made me start. That got me thinking about like, man, I remember that and Inferno, and Atlantis attacks, the Evolutionary War, all these things going on in the late '80s. These Marvel crossovers that didn't have a book of their mm. own. And my, this wasn't the original question. I just wanted. To, well, what I wanted to do was talk about those yeah. each, each individual storylines. But say, you should uh, fill some of us in. Uh, well. Okay, yeah. Well, Inferno was this thing that it actually crossed over. I knew most of it because of Amazing Spider-Man, which was drawn by McFarlane at the time. Uh, Uh, And it was just after Venom. So it was was also near when the Green Goblin and Hobgoblin met. But the issue I knew was 313, which is McFarlane drawing the Lizard and Spider-Man, which is incredible. So basically, Inferno was this kind of X-Men-led thing where these demons make a deal with someone from the New Mutants and con her into opening this portal to hell. All these demons start flooding Manhattan, and it's like legit Manhattan is overrun with demons. Like eh. Ghostbusters. It's, it's still the <laughs> Ghostbusters. It was a little goofy. I'm not going to be the man. Cats, cats and dogs living together. Yeah. No, the 10th level of hell. <laughs> um, but And that's that was that one. But there was no... there was. It, but each of these has like a main book that they're kind of tied to because like Inferno was mostly an X-Men thing but there was no Inferno number one or whatever Acts of Vengeance was Loki coming down to stir the pot and get everyone going crazy but there was no Acts of Vengeance number one though in Amazing that's when uh, Spider-Man got super strength like he was almost Superman level strong what? As part of Acts of Vengeance, that's when he like. Oh, when that's he, when he got the Captain Universe. Powers. Yeah, Captain, he became Captain Universe. He beat up the Hulk in one story. Yeah, and the Tri Sentinel, which Loki created, which is a mm. Sentinel with three heads, and he's like three times the size of a normal Sentinel. And that's when he fought Magneto. Yes, it was did. a really cool fight. Yeah, and there's they bring up things like Magneto, and the reason Acts of Vengeance doesn't work is because none of the villains actually get along and they can't agree on things. So there's mm. just all these arguments between Kingpin and Doctor Doom, where Doom's just like. <laughs> 
you are beneath me. <laughs> Stop talking to me. And then, like, Magneto and Red Skull are like, wait, Magneto is a Jewish guy from the Holocaust and Red Skull's a Nazi. So there's just all this stuff, like, they don't get along, and that's kind of a fun dynamic. And, like, Loki comes to, like, tell Apocalypse, you should help me. And Apocalypse is just, no. And there's just a lot of fun stuff with that, but... Uh, I I just thought it was weird to reflect on how that's how crossovers used to work. There wasn't really a, a book that was the crossover. It was just read all of our comics. This is happening out there. Mm-hmm. This will happen to your favorite hero. It'll yeah. be part of it. And it's like whether you want it. And what's happened now is like with World War Hulk or Civil War, it does both. It's like. Yeah, that way you'll buy everything. That way you buy everything. But it's like. I actually do kind of like having, you know, like Siege as its own book or whatever, yes. although I totally forgot Siege even happened, <laughs> and Fear Itself, which is like nine issues of just get to the point. Nothing ha- you know, yeah, not enough magic. happens in Fear Itself, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, that was it. So the, basically the roundabout thing then just becomes the question is, what's your favorite crossover? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, old <laughs> school cross. No, what's your favorite Well, old I don't know if everyone crossover. will have an old school one, because a lot of people are new from, you know, the, right, the movies. True. But I thought you meant like it wasn't like... Considered a Marvel event. Yeah, well, well wasn't their yeah. big summer event. So that that kind of started it really wasn't their WrestleMania. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that, your house to me that started with House of M. Uh, well, House of yeah, House of M was the one that started that kicked it off for Marvel. But they it was the Jaws of <laughs> summer movie events. But I mean, they had they okay. had Infinity they had Infinity Gauntlet. So Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet stuff did. So Infinity Gauntlet was its own book, yeah. right? But it didn't really spill over into everything. There's no Amazing Spider-Man yeah. issues where mm-hmm. it's like, and the Infinity Gauntlet saga continues. It's like, no, it doesn't. But Infinity War did. Infinity War did mm-hmm. spill over. And Infinity stuff. Crusade. Like yeah, sure, it did. Who cares? Um, well, I actually Infinity have Crusade. A, nobody cares. I will say, if you're fortunate enough to have a friend named Ward. Like calling him what? Infinity Ward is great. Infinity. We had one, we had one who went absolutely apeshit nuts, and having a friend that we could just legitimately call Mental Ward to his face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. There, so I mean, there's a list of things. Uh, uh, obviously, there's a wiki of Marvel crossovers. So there's like Secret Wars, which was kind of whatever. That that one really started. Well, it was funny the the history with Secret Wars is. Secret Wars like start came out was a maxi series that came out basically the same time as the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were seen as like equal footing, but really Secret Wars had no impact compared to Crisis on Infinite right. Earth. Was a reboot r- r- completely, and which was crazy at the time. Yeah, yeah. Do a reboot. Well, meanwhile, Secret Wars is just. The most toy-rific uh, Marvel characters. Well, yeah, it was made to sell toys. Go to yeah, the, they go to the Secret Wars world and just um, punch each other a lot. Uh, yeah, but there's just uh, wow. Chris left, and now Grim is putting his. What? No, Grim, you have to stay. <laughs> let's okay. just let's just, so suffice to say, there's a lot of crossovers. Um, yes. Uh, so maybe we should ask you, the listeners. What your favorite crossover is, and if I'm you... back, I'm Chris. Hi, hi, hey Tyler. So hey, this Chris. does include things, uh, you know, like uh, Heroes Reborn, or, yeah. or Age of Apocalypse, uh-huh. or Onslaught. Onslaught. Um, that was a biggie. So I mean, uh, I was like, wrestling guys. Is this the wrestling? This podcast is uh, or... whichever, whatever you want it to be. Okay, what's on your mind? Well, I was just playing some XCOM, but okay. anyway, continue. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, no, I would. I mean, like I said, maybe if that conversation survived the uh, weird audio <laughs> issue we had, uh, Annihilation is a great modern crossover that mm-hmm. that didn't really bleed into other comics, but was its own contained. 
But it was self-contained in Civil War. Uh, yeah, it was it was self-contained, but it did have a bunch of ancillary comics that you needed to read to really fill everything out. Uh, um, it's whether it's like the Super Scroll comics or then Guardians of the Galaxy, like spun off of that, which is now why everyone knows Rocket Raccoon is because of how good Annihilation was, and it led into Annihilation Conquest. Um, but yeah, just I mean, obviously Infinity Gauntlet is kind of a go-to, but again, that didn't really cross over into things. I remember so. reading Onslaught a lot that it was. But stuff would always okay. happen to Spider-Man that was no fun for him. Like in Onslaught, oh, a bunch of Sentinels are here. Spider-Man yeah. fights a Sentinel. Great. Really right. contributing Indi- Spider-Man. Individually, they're like kind of lame, but it's also like I did like that it really sold me as a kid reading things like Inferno that this was a world that yeah. all these characters the inhabit. That's- Chris, you walked away from the mic. You forfeited your right stuff. Uh, that it, it let me know that like Spider-Man lived in the same world as the X-Men, as the Fantastic Four, and these weren't individual books that just were like things happen in these, and there is no consequence. So as a nine-year-old, ten-year-old discovering all these characters in these worlds, it was very cool to see these stories that just this is happening to this world. So if you're a hero, and demons are flooding Manhattan, it's absurd for you not to reference this in your mm-hmm. story and have a comic or two comics in a row that really deal with what's happening. Even if the main story, crux of the story is an X-Men story. Or a, a Adam Warlock story. Yeah, or, same thing. Or, what, or an Avengers or whatever, yeah. No, I like that a lot. It, it it did start, House of M was, that was the first of modern Marvel, I'd say, yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Because that was really an Avengers-X-Men crossover. And then pretty much the crux of every crossover was about the Avengers, not the X-Men. So, until so- Avengers versus X-Men. So that was 05, and then 06 was Civil War, 07 was World War Hulk, 08 was Secret Identity, or Secret, Secret Invasion, Invasion 09 yeah. was... I think 09 was just Dark Reign for a while, and then that ended with Siege, Then Siege went into Heroic Age. Yeah, oh, there was Silent War, which I actually thought was pretty cool. Okay, but then there was Siege... World War Hulk after Smash. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. World War Hulk was pretty pointless, I thought. Like, it had such a cool concept. Well, Planet but, Hulk was awesome. Yeah, but... The lead-up to it. World War Hulk was such a cool concept. Like, Hulk is madder than ever. He wants to fight every Marvel superhero. Awesome. And then just not enough happened. Like, he, he There's also all the much. X-Men stuff with Messiah Complex. I remember that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, barely, I remember that. So, needless to say, a lot of options to be to choose from. Your favorite crossover. Obviously, we're naming all Marvel things, but the only DC stuff I remember is like, like I said, zero, like, like friend, like medium defining moments <laughs> where like, or like, what was the Flash? There was Flashpoint. Flashpoint, which changed everything to the new DC. Universe. See, like everything changes everything. Where I'm yeah. like, I, I, I don't know any DC storylines. Most of them just deal with fixing broken continuity, right? Which I'm fine with. Like again, omit well, one 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 moment in time uh-huh. and brand new day. Like I'm totally fine. Going, we wrote ourselves in a corner. Sorry. <laughs> the and, end. And next. never mind. New like, coat of paint. I'm fine with that. Uh, All right. Well, so guys, you can. Comment, uh, or not comment, well, yeah, comment. Add your comments <laughs> to the forum post on this very episode. Uh, so, gee, I guess that's it, guys. We've talked all we talked. Sorry. We're going to talk. Sorry. I, I like comic barely books. barely got to talk. I like comic books. What can I say? Uh, Tyler, have you read anything recently? Comic book? No, and I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Chris. Uh, I, the, my, this cold has affected my ability to improv. I'm sorry. Chris, right. tell me about your life. I'm Italian. 
Uh, how how stupid are you, Chris? Ah, so dumb. Uh, I'm uh, so dumb. Tell me some arcane knowledge of Disney that I've never heard before. Yeah, that's how we'll know you. Simba was the Lion King's son. (laughs) True. So does that make him a lion prince? Yes. No. He can't wait to be king. I know that. Because, (laughs) let me tell you, in 1992, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. All right. All right. (laughs) Henry, help. The Beast beast was the end of the episode. We'll see you next week on Cape Crisis. Crisis.